fuck is up, duelists? And welcome to Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Court. My name is Dan, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, I can't wait to hear contacts for that. <laughs> uh, I'm Audrey, a.k.a. Manjame June is Pokemon going to die, not a threat, just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Al Roker wannabe, Argyle. And I'm Max, and I've heard of cloud computing, but this is ridiculous. Waka waka! We watched three episodes this week, folks. Yu-Gi-Oh! One of them was pretty good, the other two were kind of boring, to be honest, but uh, I did like the first one. I actually I- liked all three of them a lot. It's The good. second and third one have some peak... Uh, dub lines, though. I love them. The, four Kids is really just like, I, they, they, it, you can really feel it. They don't want to be doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, Hawk <laughs> don't it's, care, huh? I mean, it sounds that like is the true. fucking voice of Jim Cook doesn't want to be doing it either. I, I mean, yeah. I think Jim's the, voice is alright. Nor. You're, you're not entirely wrong because after they, uh, skipped the fourth season, they did go straight to 5Ds. Uh, 5Ds nuts. 5D's nuts. I'm going to make that well, joke every goddamn week when we do that show. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can't can't wait. It's going to be it's gonna be Pussy in the Sarcophagus Redux. <laughs> this uh, is this is my Pussy in the Sarcophagus. Yeah, except that it's the name of the show as opposed to just something that happens throughout an entire season. <laughs> as opposed season. to a concept. Right. So. As opposed to a Kanye West lyric. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do we have any preamble ideas? don't know but no we got a lot of stuff to get through today let's just get into yeah it. let's let's yeah, dive right apps. into it so we start tonight with episode or season three episode six primal instinct all right in the in the sub at least in my version it's tyranno kenzin and jim of the fossil dragons mm-hmm. eh, yeah tyranno kenzon versus fossil dragon jim same thing yeah Exactly. Right. Literally, fossil dragon, no gym. We're but we're it's it's bone boys up in here. Yeah. So after after Jane and Axel's duel, where they both passed out. Uh, well, Axel didn't really pass out, but he, he got drained of his energy. Inner, anyways, he's in his room eating the classic American food of uh, a whole plate of hamburgers Me and too. fried chicken. I've missed this from Duel Monsters. We we really haven't had enough people getting their soul sucked out, waking up from a coma, and eating everything they can see. That's what my boy Rio was there for in Duel Monsters. It's a and Goku type finally- move. Yeah, and now we finally get it again. Getting um, all your dual energy sucked out of you really, really takes a lot out of you. You need some calories after mm-hmm. that. You got to rejuvenate after you get milk. He has to eat burgers. And this, he has to eat burgers, or or the power won't come. I mean, it. I think you could take some of this, like this this scene here of um, O'Brien eating and some of the gifts of like Rio eating in Dual Monsters as fairly one to one parallels. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not there's not a lot different, which does make me hope a like a little bit that what I was talking about last time that like maybe like it is the same concept as Ba as what was being used like Dual Spirit or whatever is this a different word for the same concept as Ba uh, since it's having the same effect again Ooh. extremely unlikely extremely, but a girl yeah. can hope. Mm-hmm. Eat your right. hamburgers, Austin. Well, yeah, he says it's the perfect, perfect blend of uh, protein and carbs. I always yeah. say this when I eat hamburger. Mm-hmm. It's meat and <laughs> bread. What, he what, he what took meal at Duel Academia location. <laughs> so then one of the fucking duelists took a bite out of his hamburger. Uh, Adrian Gecko's spying on him, and he's God, wondering- God, I forgot this is his fucking name. Jesus Christ. 
Gordon Gecko. <laughs> what? Yeah, fucking it's Sex so in the City bad. ass name. Is that is it like a Gordon Gecko reference? Because he's a he's rich. I don't know. I, I mean, know. they did a fucking Tenacious D reference last season, so probably. I do I, know that the reason that they're not calling him as a mon for this is the same reason that they changed Malik to Merrick, which is because they cannot have Arabic names. Oh yeah, you know him. what? You know what? It is because his fucking adoptive dad is Gilbert Gecko. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's pretty bad. Ryan David Gilbert Gecko. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's thinking to himself, why is everyone here always thinking out loud? Um, and <laughs> I'm also wondering this. There's so many lines like that where, now where Four Kids is just like, wow, this show is ridiculous, isn't it? Waka waka. I, I, we hate doing this. We're I not live going for to, it. We're not going to uh, uh, give it any uh, serious treatment. Is I, that like affecting your enjoyment of watching it no it's not really i think it's funny but <laughs> okay uh i don't don't be like you should watch the sub instead i'm not going to you can't make me until season four no right i'm not i i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest that i i was just like genuinely curious if it has like affected it's, your it's getting a little over the top it's it's a little like in your face with it it's they should tone it down a little is, okay. is what i'm going to say but i i, uh, I was talking with a friend uh, just before recording, who, uh, who, uh, we, uh, went a long time ago watched Yu-Gi-Oh! GX in a group. I joined that group after they watched GX and were on 5Ds. And he described this se- this arc of GX as being the peak. And once it ends, it all goes to hell. That's not great. Hmm. <laughs> like, that's not uh- great that <laughs> this is the peak. <laughs> Uh, um, keep in mind... We'll be the judges of that. Keep in mind, he did have different priorities than the sub-watchers. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. But, no, but I'm saying... I mean, listen, as... If this is the peak as a sub-watcher, I can, like, sort of give it to that. If this is the peak as a dub-watcher, yikes. Yikes! But... <laughs> hmm. Um... Yeah, uh... We get over to Jim eventually. Yeah, J- Judai, like, runs off because he's a hunky boy and he has his own Goku moment. And then he just, yeah... He, he wakes up and he's he totally fine and being runs in the off. Hospital. Uh, you know what I yeah. realized though? Like he runs off, um, and the gang goes after him. But uh, Asuka and Ray stay behind. And I realized, hold on, <laughs> their names are Asuka and Ray. Oh, hang shit. on. Oh shit. Come on, we did it. Oh, oh, oh beans, we did an Evangelion. Oh, fuck. I hate it when this um, happens. Can't wait for fucking. I I do want to mention for student Shinji. But wait, wait, they're opposite because Asuka's blue and uh, Ray is red. <gasps> oh Whoa. shit! Subversion of expectations. Thanks, you yellow. Good get work. The, yeah, getting the fucking robot Judah a Judai or show. We'll have to pilot it again. <laughs> Good. Sp- oh. Speaking of show, uh, he's back in his yellow jacket. Yeah, uh, I'm kind he of disappointed. It. He forsook it last week. He did. I'm, he did. I'm kind of disappointed. Like, it w- I thought it was really cool that he went through like this progression between seasons. Like, first season he's red, second he's blue, third he's first season red, then yellow, then blue. But then he oh, just his gives it really up. Important, and he wants to keep watch over him. So he's he's uh, he, he's going back to the yellow dorm for some reason. I don't. He should be back in a it's, red jacket by by right. It's just a continuity error. He just half-assed it. He looks better in red. I hate it. Maybe he threw well, out his red jacket, but he still had the yellow one. So. He's like he's like super lib, where he's like, I want to help others, but I'm only willing to put that at like enough expense to myself that it doesn't actually harm my future or whatever. Yeah, blue dorm doesn't allow me to go to red dorm, but yellow dorm is like I don't want to sleep in the red dorm. I just want to be able to visit. Yeah, I just want to hang out. Exactly. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, then we get so, to hang out with Jim Cook. Right. And more importantly, we get to hang out with Karen, who say you is putting in work, let me tell you. Yeah, hey, Crocodile's name is Karen. Wow, uh, real in Karen. The, yeah, in the dub, she's named Shirley. Uh, Tremendous. Honestly, that's a pretty good bit, though. As long yeah. as long, I mean, as long as it wasn't Sheila, honestly. <laughs> Crikey. So Shirley's going a little wild, cause, like, Shirley's attacking. She bit Hasselberry right on the asshole. Don't call her that. Uh, but yeah, she's. Wait, what did I say? It was it was five uh, G Corona made made her bite Kenzon's asshole. Oh, I didn't say that. Well, I said that. That was me. Those are my words. <laughs> okay, Max is right. This is what happened. You're correcting <laughs> yourself. Okay, that's right. Uh, so much to get through tonight, folks. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, Shirley's going a little wild. Her primal instincts are going off. Uh, Jim Cook's trying to find the source of this, and he's getting these weird energy readings. Not just energy uh, readings. He pulls out a meter and he's like, "Yeah, the vibes on this island are all wrong. This is a this is a vibe. This measures vibrations. It literally measures vibes." Oh right, they literally describe it as vibes. <sighs> That's uh, uh hmm. and 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 Shirley is going wild because the the negative vibes on this island are way out of whack. And we, I want to do something. Yeah, about yeah. It. I mean, mm. I find it so funny how everything you think is a highlight in the dub is something that would make me like go blind with rage uh-huh. watching <laughs> it's, it. It, it just you it's like you're sitting here enjoying it and then me and audrey are like sitting fucking fuming in the corner this, like this sounds so hor- i cannot tell you how horrendous this sounds to me it sounds great i cannot me. describe to you Cause, cause, how bad this sounds i'm glad you're having fun with it though yeah his machine measures electromagnetic frequency and he's noticed that like there's really strong EM waves on the island that started well, since. I mean, like it's not Judai like a, an evil. He says it's like it says vibrations in the air, and there's negative and positive ones. It might as well be electromagnetic waves, but they said mm-hmm. the wrong word. It's just like it's like needless changes to the original script. I think for kids, it's, for it's kids, just a bad translation. Okay, it's great. For kids is a Christian is a Christian company, and you cannot have science including electromagnetism mm-hmm. in it. That's why they had to write uh, Misal out of the show. I just think it's funny that the 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 vibes are off, and yeah. it's making Shirley go nuts. Me too. I mean, that's what happens when I just go on Twitter. So Shirley's doing so bad that uh uh Jim Cook has to like. Uh, take, like, his, like, bandana off and, like, wrap it around her face, like... I'm a conservationist as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he describes himself as a, uh, wildlife conservationist, and, like, he puts the thing around her to, like, minimize her senses, to ease the discomfort, and, uh, Jane says... Stim- outside stimuli is what he's Yeah. Saying. Yeah, outside stimuli, exactly. Uh, Jaden... When he hears these words, says, "This is no time to be speaking Australian." Uh, God. <laughs> in in the sub, he's like, "Why are you doing that? Isn't she your pet?" And he's like, "No, nah, mate. She's mom- she's more than a pet. She's family." Damn, I love that family. <laughs> yeah, like an Outback Steakhouse. When you hear your family, um, <laughs> we got a we got a little scene in the meantime here. Dominic Toretto voice. <laughs> no rules, just family. No rules. Australian Dom Toretto. Um, we did get a little cut-in scene of Cobra Christ. checking his, his nasty lava lamp, and he's like, my promise to him is being fulfilled soon. So mm. it sure sounds like he's talking about his dead son or the fucking evil god that's going to bring his dead son back to life. Who knows with this guy? Yeah. Uh, his security cameras do spot Jim with the vibes meter. Um, it's fine and normal, yeah. actually. Very normal. Yeah. Like, Uh-oh, this, is, this might be bad. 
Um, um, unfortunately, fortunately, they reach a clearing and uh, Hasselberry comes out of nowhere to try to fucking attack. Oh, he he is yeah. sicko mode right now. He's fucking mm. literally feral right now. Yeah, yeah okay. he's he is mode. in dinosaur mode. What I really like about Jim's character, which we really get a lot of in this episode, is that he's kind of Australian Pegasus in the sub. Where yes. he will just... So, like other characters, like Cronus and Napoleon, he will randomly b- burst out into English, but he does it much more frequently than either of them. Oh, um, good. Basically to the extent that Pegasus did, but he uses, like, other terms. Like, obviously he doesn't have, like, the same vocabulary as Pegasus, because they're characterly... But, like, <laughs> so, like, Kenzin, like, attacks him, basically, like, trying to bite him, and and Jim just, like, shoves... A- what does he even shove in his mouth? Do you remember, Max? I, yeah, I think it was like, like a rag or something, maybe? I really don't remember. Yeah, he like shoves something in Kenzin's mouth and just goes, stop it. Stop <laughs> Yeah, like he, he says English words more frequently than Pegasus did, but they're much more simple than Pegasus's were. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, debatable that it was less frequent than, than Pegasus, but yes. I, c- uh, I could be misremembering. Like, entire, yeah, he doesn't say entire sentences in English the way yeah. Pegasus basically did. Oh, a um, Kinzon boy. Yeah, and, and he, like, looks at Judah, and he's like, hey, your friend is feral. Want to, like, deal with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and <laughs> Judah's just looking at him, and he's going, oh, don't worry about that. He's just gone no- nonverbal from overstimulation. Just give him some space and some mm-hmm. time. He'll be fine. He's part dinosaur. This just happens sometimes. Jaden, this is no time to be speaking Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Damn, uh, Danny did it better than four kids did. Um, okay, it's important to note that the reason Kenzon's going feral is because of the EM waves that I guess affect reptiles. And as we yeah. know... Ken's on part reptile because of the yeah, of fucking dinosaur he's leg in his leg. He's, he's got dino DNA. Uh, <laughs> they got a so, duel to like get him yeah, to work yeah. his fucking energy out, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Hasselberry's doing caveman speak. They're they're just dueling. It's a duel. Jim is has he a wait? Fu- is he doing caveman speak? Is he saying words is, for you? Yeah, well, is he yeah. saying actual words? Yeah, while his eyes are dilated in yeah. Tyrannosaurus mode, he's doing caveman speak. He no, is. Oh completely nonverbal. He's literally just fucking the, yelling. Oh yeah, my he's like, god. He just, like, the entire thing, it is, this is actually some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I, I, this this is one of the funniest scenes. So they start to duel, and it all goes normal, and, like, you know, Kenson's going first, and he draws a card, and he goes, and, like, shows the card, does everything, and places it, like, on the field, and summons it, it goes, <laughs> and like, like literally, Judai has to commentate and explain to everyone what's happening. It's fucking. It's a really good. It's bit. really funny. He's completely nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, Jim. Jim has a, a fossil deck, like an archaeology deck. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Kind of. He. I have a question actually yeah, about this before we go into it, which is these duels more than the other ones we've seen, like Judai versus O'Brien or whatever, really um, have set up the new characters, particularly uh, Jim and Amon, as um, foils, like Mm -hmm. specific foils to other characters. So like Jim has a deck that's like an archaeology deck that like plays very closely off of um, of Kenson's deck. And Amon, we'll, we'll see later on, also has a deck that plays off of some of the things in Manjame's deck, which yeah. is a little all over the place at this point, if we're being honest. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was anything that we noticed in, like, O'Brien. I, I guess, like, the Crystal Beats, Beasts play off of the yeah, heroes. Yeah, because, like, Johan is more Jaden's uh, yeah. part. So I wonder if, like, 
O'Brien's. Th- what was O'Brien's theme even? I can't remember. Fire. Yeah, he he might play off of either like show or Oscar. Yeah, yeah he might has play- like the ice thing. Yeah, though that really doesn't happen. Or wait, that's in the manga, isn't it? That's in the manga and her like white deck, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not really anything. But it might it, that might be what it is. I wonder if she'll actually keep any of her white cards if she'll shift over to like the ice deck more a little bit. That'd be interesting. Yes. But I like, think it, it's interesting that they're being introduced as like very obvious foils now yeah. for specific characters. Speaking of interesting, what I really like about uh, uh, Jim's deck here is specifically. He talks about how early paleontology, they didn't know what the fuck a dinosaur was. They thought they were all dragon bones. So his entire deck is like the Pokemon sword and shield thing of jamming fossils together and guessing what would have what the creature would have been like. Um, so I, you get I wish like, you would have said something like that in the dub because it, it seems pretty obvious to me, or at least I was thinking of that when he was playing cards, right? Of the mm-hmm. just old-timey people jamming bones together and not knowing what it's about, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really say anything about that. Iguanodon! Yeah, it's it's just really cool, like, how he summons his biggest monsters that he has to, like, send multiple cards to the graveyard, like, from both his and from Kenzon's deck, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. summon it in, like, a and new fucked-up form. It's really cool. All these skeletons together, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. fucking sick! It's neat. Uh... It's a fine dueling. Uh, at mm. some point, Jim does say, obviously, you never took intro to archaeological dueling. I like that course so much I took it twice. Got an A both times, but you could probably tell, huh? Uh, Which is really funny, because I think four kids forgot that archaeology and paleontology are different studies. Oops. Yeah. Me in college. Uh-oh. Just like Jerma. Yeah, like, I took an archaeology <laughs> like class once. You know what the first thing they tell you in archaeology class is? This is not the class about digging up dinosaur bones, dipshit. This is not... Uh, <laughs> I, I took an anthropology course, and they and it was basically, this isn't that, Yeah. Uh, Anthropology even less so. See, Mm. what you need to do is go to the college I went to and take the course that I took to get rid of my science requirement, which is called Dinosaurs! Exclamation mark. Yeah, that's that's the easiest way to do it. Dinosaurs! Exclamation mark? You watched the Disney movie Dinosaurs. They didn't even call it... It's it's literally called Dinosaurs with an exclamation mark at the end of it. Was it just about dinosaurs in general or paleontology or... No, it's, it's... it's about dinosaurs in general. The pre- professor who taught it um, has a crazy pedigree. She was Jack Horner's assistant while shooting Jurassic Park. Holy so shit. She was like, so she was like on set at Jurassic Park. She was the curator of the Minnesota Science Museum for two for like several years. Holy she shit. She discovered a new, for like, she's discovered a new species of dinosaur like five years ago. She, Holy her, fuck. She, yeah, she's, she has like a serious pedigree. But yeah, this is a, cl- a tor- course she teaches every year called Dinosaurs. And it's like, Learn your fucking dinosaurs. Fuck yeah. Wonderful. Sounds rad as hell. It was a very good way to get rid of my science requirement as a creative writing mm. major. Science rules. Not for me. Mm. Uh, so what else happens during this duel? Uh, this is Bones. Yeah, there isn't too much to note about this duel other than it's the really cool, like, strats on Jim's side. Dinosaurs versus fossils. That stuff, it's fun. <laughs> um... I have I have a few notes that like Johan and um Johan and Judai are commentating and they like finish each other's sentence at one point and oh. show just gives them the like most annoyed please stop PDAing <laughs> like look. Yeah. <laughs> These two are married. It's unreal how married they are. Um They just spend all t- like every time we see one of like they're always together on screen. They're like 
arm in arm, like, all the time. Like, it's ridiculous. They're basically, like, making out at all times. <laughs> or, like, five, like two inches away from doing it. It's pretty impressive, actually. Um, there's more great lines from uh, Jim during this, including, Bravo! What?! Nice, yeah. great combo. Beautiful. It's good. There, uh, Kenzin summons. Uh, uh, Kenzin eventually becomes verbal again. Mm-hmm. He gets like knocked. He duels enough to like get knocked back into his senses. But he's like, "Cool, I'm gonna continue dueling." Uh, <laughs> normal now. It's a cool duel. Yeah, normal now. Uh, tired of being dinosaur. Want to be uh, normal again. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he summons, <laughs> he he uses a magic card that's like, uh, it's a field spell and it allows him to like summon. It's called summon- Jurassic World, the movie with Chris Pratt. <laughs> right, exactly, with Mario. Never gets old. Uh, which allows him to summon dinosaur monsters without, you know, sacrifices. And, you know, because it's a field spell, it affects the field. And I'm just like, wow, you turned Dual Academia Island into Dual Academia Island. Huh. Wow. It just... It just added to it's just a, two more volcanoes. It literally yeah, just, just a adds, forest with a volcano in it. Yeah, it literally it it's just the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curious. Uh, eventually the duel does end. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, Ken, Kenson loses eventually. Like, yes, yeah. he does. Jim's trump card is just a fucking like regular skeleton T Rex, pretty much. Um, it just it picks defeats, up Kenzin's dinosaur and just fucking takes a big bite out of chomps it. Chomps it, yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, their Fitbits glow, and they get milked, of course. Right. Uh, Honey, it's 4 p.m., time for your spirit milking. Mm-hmm. Yay. Jim yeah. is, like, really proud of the duel, and they both pass out, but, like, Sho and Judai and Johan look, and, like, they're both smiling. They had a really fucking good time. Right before he passes out, Jim does ascertain that, oh, yeah, it's it's the bracelets. That's why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. I'm, I'm going to bed. Which was his which was his suspicion, but now he has yes. it confirmed. And they both, yeah. they both go down, both internally yelling, I'm not owned, I'm not owned. I yell as I slowly grow and turn into a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Adrian Gecko is sneaking up on Viper's evil base uh, and is spotted by the cameras. Right. Mm-hmm. Why are you white? <laughs> why are you white? Audrey, you can't just ask a duelist why they're white. <laughs> why are you white? <laughs> that was last season. And it's uh, still relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's episode, though. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about video games or go straight into Let, Yeah, let's get our game on because the next one's a two parter. So, uh, who wants to go first? You can go first. All right. Well, I have I have fallen back in with the Final Fantasy XIV cult. I have been playing it a lot. Uh, I managed to complete a, a Realm Reborn, and now I'm doing the mission, the uh, main story quest between A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Word, the first expansion. Uh, it's it's really good. Uh, I grinded out the final mission a whole bunch so I could get enough of a uh, special event currency to get a cool jacket for my character to wear. Uh, yeah. I've been playing a lot of Triple Triad, uh, which, you know, it's the mini game from Final Fantasy VIII, but they put it in this game. Uh, I didn't like it when I or- was originally playing, but I got really into it this time around. Uh like, if I'm waiting for a queue or anything, I'll just start playing Triple Triad with an NPC. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Endwalker's coming out soon. I'm nowhere near 
the point where I would be a- able to actually play Endwalker content, but that's something to keep in mind. Uh, what else? What else? I think those are the highlights. Oh, I play a... My current character is a cat boy modeled after Rover from Animal Crossing. Uh, once I get uh, an expansion that came out after I stopped playing, I'm gonna make him a big buff lion man and probably change his name to something that fits with the lore. Uh, that's everything. Hell yeah. Awesome. Audrey? Max, go. Oh, okay. Um, there's not much to tell on my end. I've still been fucking sucked deep into Forza Horizon 5. Uh, I, what can I, what can I say? Car game good. We love it. Um, I've been like doing all of the weeklies and like playing online a lot more than I usually do. I've been like doing the Eliminator every week. I've gotten very close, uh, to beating it, but I still haven't yet because a lot of it's like RNG of getting a really good car at the end and hoping you don't fuck up. Um, but, Come on, it's it's car game. It tickled my brain so good. And I'm still having a great time. Hell yeah. Audrey? Cool, yeah. Um, I've still been playing Baba Is You. Mm. It has oh, right. been permanently altering my brain. I'm so fucking good at this game. I basically I've been oh, nice. I have gone through all of the main worlds, and there have been three levels that I haven't been able to beat. Holy shit. All I have to do is finish the um finish the overworld now that that's access to me do the final level and if i can get access to the bonus world do that but there of all the levels i've only been unable to complete three in the entire game Damn. baba is me baba is genius <laughs> i got stuck pretty early on in that game it's it's not my kind of puzzle game i am or, or it might be i think it might it just takes maybe a little too much brain space for me yeah i am so fucking left-brained like i can't do anything with shapes or anything like that i have real issues with geometry but language and grammar is like my shit and so uh, baba is you was like made for me uh argyle. yeah argyle. Uh, uh i've i'm still playing metroid i <laughs> i finished metroid prime one I'm moving on to Metroid Prime 2, and because Metroid Prime 2 is not working well with my computer, and since I want to stream these games, I went through the trouble of getting extra cords and cables and shit so I could stream from my Wii. So now I'm I'm doing that. Uh, I'm Metroid Prime 2. It's all right. It's basically the same as the first game, but now it's dark and light world, and there's moths. It's good. Oh man, I, like it. I I'm like one of. The I also did buy a copy of Metroid Prime 3 and Other M. Unfortunately, fuck yeah, Other M. It would good. be way easier to just homebrew my Wii and and do uh, it that way. Other but, M is not. Other M's good. Metroid Prime 2 is the best Prime game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. No, I was. I've never experienced Other M. Okay, you can't. Then you can... can't speak on the matter. You're right. I've I've seen enough. Wow, this is going. We're we're getting into it. Let's don't uh, don't get, get don't get me on a fucking Metroid tangent because it will not end. Should we get our game off before that happens? I'm going to kill before Max we get our game gun. off, would someone like to thank our wonderful ten dollar patrons? I would love to do so. Uh, so give us ten dollars a month on Patreon, and we'll uh thank you. We'll shout you out right in the middle of the episode, like the following people: uh, Daniel Kalaskis, Nero Wyvern. Pagliacci, Proto-J, Sarvis, and Eroviro. Thank you for your money. Thank you. Thank you. Danny's currently listening in right now, which you mm-hmm. can do if you're at, at the $10 or $5 level. Tune in to the end of the episode to hear more about that. Yes. Thank uh, you. Thank you all. In the meantime, let's talk about clouds. Oh, yes. Do you like meteorology, folks? 
Hmm. Did we talk about clouds? I've been dying to talk about clouds with you all day, dude. Make them meteor. This is episode 111 of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, Manjame and Amon of the Cloud Deck. Head in the Clouds, part one. Pretty good. One of the first images in this episode is actually something I hate very, very much. So, uh, Cobra is... Normal. So all the teachers... Yeah, well, n- n- no. Uh, <laughs> the the teachers are looking at, like, Jim and Kenzen and being like, uh, hey, we're noticing a trend here a little bit. And Cobra's like, shit, I gotta, like, hold back a bit because if the teachers interfere with it, they figure out what's going on and the teachers interfere with this, then I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he bites his lip. Like Lin Man Miranda. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, oh, he looks really no. fucking sexy. Mm. And I hate to look at it. Uh meanwhile in the dub, uh, Cyrus is just um kind of breaking the fourth wall, just like, I'm just a little sidekick. Everybody's ignoring me. I knew about the the bands from the start, but everybody didn't listen to me. Oh well, I guess I can't make any big revelations that move the plot forward. And they continue to not listen to him. <laughs> God. Literally says something along almost verbatim. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's great. Uh, oh, I would I would throw my television out the window <laughs> at that point. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be it for me, homie. Uh, Just fucking punch a fist through your TV. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying they need to fucking tone it down. You're, yeah, they're, rip, like, they're really doing it a bit much. They're, rip to my iPad because uh, it would be over. Why don't you check out the Twitter at Pot of Greedcast and you can see it happen. Oh, Christ. And you can throw your computer monitor out the window. Yeah, you can you can see Dan <laughs> advertise why you should be watching the sub. I actually make uh, no. I actually make a point of not watching any of the clips posted to our Twitter. <laughs> that is actually it's for a, your health. Yeah, that is actually a conscious decision I make on a regular basis. We really should make fucking like sub crew and dub crew shirts. We got to monetize <laughs> this fucking schism we're being taken part of. Criminy. I don't appreciate the constant hostility from my co-hosts and friends, my so-called friends, <laughs> putting me down <laughs> for watching the dub. Uh, so I was friends threatened. don't let friends watch dubs. I was threatened. <laughs> no, we wanted you to watch a dub clip from the dub. This is not a threat. It's funny. This will be litigated at a further date. Anyways, they're they're really mad at, at Mr. Viper because he's obviously causing this with his stupid bracelets. And he's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. They're all, they're just weak. They can't handle it. And Commander Shepard's like, yeah, they're just weak. Don't worry. Viper, he really brought up the, the results at the other school. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, There's also an image here of them in like the hospital beds of Kenzin and uh, mm-hmm. Jim. Mm-hmm. Recovering, yeah. and it pans down to Karen under the bed, looking not at yeah. all like a crocodile. By the way, that's not how crocodiles stand, <laughs> even a little bit. Mm. Uh huh. That's how Shirley stands. It's quite a shot of Shirley. Mm-hmm. This is how this is how Karen do. Uh, there's yeah. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, yeah. The teachers are like, this is really bad. Like our kids are in serious danger. And Cobra like comes up to them and is like, no, they're fine. Like he goes to some Jimmy. He's like, listen. This happened at Dual Academia West. There's an adjustment period. You know, it's like starting a new antidepressant. Mm-hmm. You got to give it a couple weeks before <laughs> all the side effects uh, come in to adjust. And then right. afterwards, you're totally normal. You're fine. You're good. Yeah, it's like going to the gym for the first time in a while. You're going to be really fucking sore for like a couple days uh-huh. afterwards. Yeah, like until you get you, back you, into it. Yeah, you adjust. It's fine. And we he also, just walks out. We get, we get Salonius Viper homophobia moments because... Uh, he calls. Oh right. When he addresses 
Fonda, Crowler, and Bonaparte as a group, he says, hello, ladies. When he leaves, he says, Great. goodbye, ladies, Great. including you, Miss Fontaine. Uh, cool, dude. Great. Re- re- uh, I, I'm, not, evil. I'm not going to continue the litigation of Sub versus Dub. All I would like to say is I would like to continue it. This is a, this is an enjoyable experience for you? Okay. Uh, and also, but- after uh, Cobra leaves, Napoleon also like suspiciously leaves, saying he has to check on something. Um, mm-hmm. It, it seems like he's going to spy on Cobra at first, but that's not true. Um, yeah. We cut to well, when Cobra. He, when he heads off and he, lo- and he looks so concerned, I do want to say Crowler says, well, is there a problem in Munchkinland? What's what's going on? <laughs> Fucking get his ass. All right. That's pretty I good. I missed that line. Oh, that's good. I'll give that one to them. <sighs> um, yeah. So uh, Cobra does go back to base. And he's, he's like, like oh, on the man. roof of Dual Academia. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, they, they're going to start to notice like I had to stop them from noticing, you know, if I'm not careful, they'll tie it back to the the distools. And it's like, yeah, dude, dude, of course anyone would notice. Like, what's the one constant in all your yeah. comatose students? It those cursed electromagnetic dual wrist rads. Why do you even still have those? those well, fitness. because they improve your equilibrium and they make you healthier. That's why. Yeah, you they, <laughs> you're so fucking balanced. Try and push me over with now that I have this bracelet on, but you can't do it. <laughs> It's like a monkey tail. Yeah. Uh, and he he just, Adrian like, straight up. up there. Yeah, yeah, Amon is there, and, like, Cobra just threatens Amon, saying, like, hey, I know you haven't dueled at all. Like, if you don't take part in a disc duel by Friday at 8 p.m., like, I'm sending you back to Duel Academia East. So, you know, there's a threat there. And we cut to Napoleon, who's, like, well, in the I bushes. Well, I just want to say, like, hmm. the response, Amon, like, is sort of, he doesn't clench his fist, but he's, like, entirely passive. He, like, schools his entire face, and he goes, thank you for informing me. Yeah, he, he's like it's, very good. So uh, it's like it's 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 one of the most passive aggressive exchanges that mm-hmm. I've seen between characters in right. either either this or Dual Monsters. Uh, Viper's uh, threats are slightly different in the dub. He instead of threatening going back to Dual Academy East, he straight up says, uh, uh, "You're going to get expelled," and mm. then he notes that if he got expelled, oh, that would be bad for. Uh, his famous wealthy family, the media would go crazy about it. Uh, he does say that in the sub as well. He's like, "You, oh. I would, I would send you back to Duel East, and that would be such an embarrassment for the." Mm, that's right. Yeah. For the heir to the Garant group, now wouldn't it? Yeah. And Amon's like, "Thank you for informing me." Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very good, sir. Yeah. We cut to uh, Napoleon in the woods, who's like in the bushes spying. Uh, and we see Ray, and we see a little boy named uh, Martin. Martin Marcel. He looks a bit okay. So a more French name in the in the dub. I will I will actually give them Marcel as well. Actually, yeah, like that is that is much more that is a close to Martin and b much more explicitly French. So yeah, because like give that you look at them. this kid, you look at this kid, and you really can't tell he has any relation to Bonaparte. But that's certainly the implication here. His name yeah. is Marcel, and he has a French accent. So, oh, in, oui, oui, monsieur. Yeah, like, oh, Blair, I am very hungry from dueling, but I cannot eat. I do not want to eat. Stop trying to feed me, and she's just trying to feed him. I don't know where this came from. These two that she's friends yeah, with this right. French kid. This is just kind of yeah. Ray wants to give him like stamina bento to keep his strength up. I don't know. Like yeah, we she they're just buddies, I guess. They're like they're like the same yeah. age. Um. But like, yeah, I assume he's like a freshman. Yep. Along this with is her. a very weird way to introduce him because it feels like we should know him already. I this. know it is. It's mm. it's strange all around. But you 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 get the idea. <laughs> the yeah. GX writers are known for their impeccable pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fucking. 
Famously. Masters of, masters of subtlety. Um, we cut to, see, after Napoleon is like, oh, thanks, th- thankfully Martin's fine. So yeah, clearly it's his like child or grandchild or something. Um, we cut uh, to. Does that cu- say in the sub that it's his nephew? I thought I, that happened. If they did, I did not notice it. I, th- I thought it said that he was his nephew at some point in this in these episodes. I mean, the I real mean, answer is that he's he's Kronos and Napoleon's son. But yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We cut to Austin, uh, who's like snuck into Cobra's office. He finds a map in like a locked drawer that points to SAL Lab. He finds this fucking novel manuscript in, in his desk. Yeah, it's a very thick uh, folder. Uh, SAL Lab, whatever that means. Um, and in the lab, Cobra. Shit out of luck. Out of luck. In the lab, Cobra is like looking at his cool lava lamp and he's like sort of lamenting that he can only get this much energy by increasing the absorption from the Fitbits, but like if he does it too much, there's going to be problems. Kids will probably die. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he wants that to happen for Amon specifically because he's like, when Amon right. duels, because he gave mm-hmm. him the deadline, he's going to increase the energy to maximum. So. He'll get so much fucking milk out of Amon, and Amon will also be dead. Fucking two birds, one stone, baby. Yeah, he'll, he'll get so much orange milk. He, he'll be he literally milk dry. In, in the dub, like, I'm fine with people getting hurt, you know, with people getting drained, so long as it's not me. Damn, okay, Republican. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. they've thrown all, all, just like, all pretense out the window. They're just like, this guy's evil, and we're just gonna make him yep. evil. Uh, in the dub, at least, and and everybody is making stupid jokes. No, he's very, very clearly evil. Well, yeah, he's very clearly evil in the sub as well. But like, I mean, like he literally says in the in the second ep- in the next episode, we're gonna do. Hey, I'm trying to plot evil in here. So keep it down. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> okay. Gecko Gecko's like in his dorm, and he gets a, a science email on his his science computer uh, that the the wristbands are indeed milking machines. And they're draining everybody of their energy when they duel. Mm-hmm. Who could have seen this coming? Oh no! Um, we we learned that Amon is throwing a party now. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Because like, right. Aust- hmm. yeah. How do we learn this? Important how we learn this. Yeah. So Asuka and Sho go to Judai and Johan outside the red dorm, and like they have these like nice embroidered envelopes. And they're like, "Hey, you going to the party? It's held by the Garam fam- family in the blue dorm." And Judai wasn't invited. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. in red. Because he's in red, which Except is weird. Because Monjame was invited, but he's like not Blair really was in red, also so invited. it's fine. Okay, I have a lot of questions about Monjame because again, at the end of last season, he was I like, "I want to be put in." All the time. <laughs> but at the end of last season, he was like, "For winning the tournament, I want to be put in charge of Blue Dorm." And Samajima was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." He just sort of immediately abdicates at oh yeah the start of the first the season. Oh, he, okay. he didn't want to be around so many like fucking weird kids. Got it. Okay. He didn't want to have to like put in the work to repairing the dorm. They were making. They literally they were making fun of him, so he left. That's mm-hmm. that's what I get for not watching the first three episodes of the season. That's on yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is like kind of sneaking. He, he's like peering through the cracked door as they discuss going to this party. Um, and Judai, you know, wasn't invited, so they're like, "Oh, let's have our own party." So you know, they're not going to be there. And then we cut. We have a sleepover. We're going to talk about you know spell cards and trap cards and stuff. Boys. Before we cut. Uh, sh- so shows the one who's like, let's have our own party here in Niki. Yeah. And Johan's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's steal some food from the blue door. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's steal some blue from the blue door. And Judah's like, yeah, that's great. And they're so in love with each other that they try they to, the, like, yeah. merge their bodies together. Yeah, they, like, put their arms around each other's shoulders and they're just, like, walking, like, just come on. No subtlety. <laughs> five, five, all- five, come on now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we get a scene that knocked me flat on my fucking ass 
because mm. Montane goes on to Yu-Gi-Oh! Google. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes! Yugle! Yugle. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you Yugle. so much. Um, He Yugle? types in Amon Garam's no, name. Not yet. But here's the thing. Like... You don't if you don't if you blink and don't finish the entire scene, he just types among and like I had to fucking pause and take a moment. And when I tell you I tried for so fucking long to try and get a screen cap that wasn't like inter, oh. inter, interlaced because the screen was panning over so I could just post Montame Googling Among on Twitter. Oh my god, that would have made my fucking day. <laughs> oh Among Us Garam. Among Us Garam, yes. Yeah, so Adrian Gecko, or uh Among Pequeno, as he as he is now known. <laughs> my little Anu. Mm-hmm, my little Anu. Uh he has apparently been voted richest, smartest, and most famous duelist in the country. So here's the thing. I here's the question. so obviously he's richer than Manjame. This is clear. And the mm-hmm. Ojamas are all giving him shit because of it. <laughs> They're getting his mm-hmm. ass for it. <laughs> it's really funny. Like the Manja the Ojamas are like, you seem like very petty right now, my man. And Manjame's like, I'm not owned, I'm not owned. Uh, and not the mad. Ojamas are like, the Ojamas are like, it seems like he's richer than your family is. A little bit. And Manjame's mm-hmm. like, shut up, shut up, shut up! Like by a lot, actually. Yeah, significantly. My question is, is he richer than Kaiba? Fuck no. 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 He's one of the, he's one of the top five, his dad is one of the top five richest people in the world. Right. Uh, and Kaiba's I- the richest. And Kaiba's the richest. Okay. Where does Pegasus rank? Uh, I think Pegasus uh, is probably in like top ten. I think the Garums yeah. are ahead yeah. of Pegasus. Yeah, I think I think he's he's pretty f- like he's high up there, but yeah, top ten seems about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he lives comfortably, but he's not making any space elevators. Right, right. To visit his dead uh, boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't need to go to the afterlife to see Croquet <laughs> every mm-hmm. every weekend. He's he's kind of moved past the fact that his. Uh, the love of his life is dead. Uh, so, what was I gonna say? Oh, yes, um, one thing they mentioned during this scene in the dub is the idea of an Ojama fan club website, and I want to see that. It's definitely in GeoCities. It definitely has less than a dozen hits. It looks like shit. I want to see it. Well, there already, Dan, there already is an Ojama fan club website. It's called twitter.com slash maxibajillion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, uh, other stuff that happens here, uh, let's see, when he tries to find more info besides, like, the basic summary, it, like, gives him these error messages, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he can't look into it further, uh, he then says, so what if he's richer than me, and who cares if he's more famous? I'm really good at playing card games, and that's what life is all about anyway! He has a point. And unlike him, right. I've got my own catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, he Chess says- it up! And it's clearly Majime Sanda, because he then accidentally electrocutes his computer, doing his- Yeah, he literally summons lightning, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up. A lot of- uh, we continue asking a lot of metaphysical uh-huh. questions in, in this show. What's the boy's deal? So we we cut to the party. Uh, Ray and Martin are there. We forgot to say the the name of the the party. It's Duel for Jewels. We didn't say this in the. Oh, in the uh, well, there was never a name for the party it's in a the sub. It's fucking just fucking party. Yeah, mm. it's just a party because yeah, I mean the name coming from the fact that he's going to hold a tournament during this party. Amon is, and the prize is a fucking gold gem studded duel disc. The jewel it's- disc. I have a lot of issues with what he says here, because he, like, shows off this very fancy, gaudy 
gold-plated, uh-huh. gem-studded dual yeah. disc. And he's like, this is a family heirloom. And I'm like, my <laughs> dude, we saw when dual discs were invented. They've been around for like 10 years. <laughs> I watched Duelist Kingdom and I watched Battle City. This has maybe been out for 10 years. And that's assuming that this version came out when the first dual disc was introduced. How the yeah, fuck no, is, and this this is a modern model. This is a modern model of dual disc, the kind that they use in Duel Academy. So this is like... <laughs> right. This is not one of the classics. What if it's, what if it's bait? Well, Maybe. What if he just commissioned... He's very rich. He could probably just commission someone to bling up a dual disc. I mean, it is bait. Not it, in yeah. that way. But it is bait. Um, everyone starts to duel. And uh, Cobra... So, you know, he's, just really <laughs> quickly... I can't imagine what the decibel level of this room is like. Oh my god. Oh my, it, it uh, de- fucking deafening. It's a I huge, can't like, cavernous room. Like, the, the amount of, like, echoing attacks going on, like, the, the, just mm-hmm. the, uh, wall of sound. Like, you, yeah. you open yeah. that door, your ears start bleeding. If you're not gonna go to the hospital for getting milked, you're gonna go to the hospital for fucking burst eardrums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, the party, uh, Marcel and, uh, uh, Blair Flanagan are here. Marcel still isn't eating. At first, like, I, I thought when he wasn't eating, it was like that sort of anime trope where a woman isn't good at cooking. But no, he just won't eat. I'm worried about him now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's looking a little anemic. He, I think he's a he, little he, French boy. He refuses. Yeah, he's to just eat. French. He just looks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone starts to duel and Cobra kind of freaks out at this because he realizes, uh oh, I can't fucking light, I can't like, you know, set milking levels to maximum right now because, in Amon's words, if he does that, he'd become a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. We, I, uh, I guess we forgot I, to mention he did set the bracelets to maximum and I guess he can't do it bracelet by bra- bracelet, so he had to turn the whole fucking thing up. Yeah, it's like a global variable. And yeah. He wanted to try and use that to kill Adrian. Mm-hmm. So he. They- See, this. I do have a phrase that I need to say. I really don't want to say it, but I do mm. need to. And uh, he realizes this because he gets a dual milk inflation. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm, I'm nodding so serenely right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's I'm just glad. facts. That's just what happens on the screen. That yeah, is you're, just, you're <laughs> speaking the truth. Yeah, so he looks at his lava lamp and it's filling up so quickly. He's like, oh no, all these kids are going to die. Gotta turn this Uh-oh. down real quick because... Uh-huh. So he doesn't overinflate his mm-hmm. dual milk inflation. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Uh, they can't get sucked dry. Uh, yeah. uh, so uh, Chaz is here. Uh, Chaz is outside. Uh, Chaz- Adrian leaves the party, yeah. by the way. He's presumably yes. yeah, going he- to confront Viper, but when he gets out of the dorm, uh, right. he just sees Chaz waiting for him. Yeah. Chaz is on like a glass pane, pa- yeah, glass pane He's being airlifted. Dual trap for, for yeah. Adrian. This is wild, and like the gang sees this happen because like they're on their way to steal food, and they see this, and they're like, "Hey, this is way more interesting than that. Let's go check this duel out." Mm-hmm. All right, I have, <laughs> I have uh, a slightly long joke here, but Hit I it. think it'll be worth it in the end. Um, see what what Manjame has done here is hit the slay button. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. in the world of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, instead of going through yassification, he goes through setification, and he's becoming more and more Kaiba-like by the mm. moment. And Slay in the Yu-Gi-Oh world is literal. He's literal. He's going to murder someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. this is. This is him hitting the Slay button and trying to kill him on. 
Yeah, <laughs> slay button, literal. Yeah, he makes this extremely dangerous for no reason, because like Dan said, uh, they are both standing on panes of glass being lifted into the air by helicopters. So they're about, like, I don't know, 50 feet over the lake, uh, dueling, mm-hmm. standing on panes of glass with no railings or anything, just held up by cables right. uh, as they do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they begin the duel. Yeah. Uh, so we know Chaz's deal. Uh, we sure do. Kind of. Uh, Adrian Gecko's deal is he's got a cloud deck. All his cards you are seen after vape. clouds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a whole thing about this is like a lot of his monsters, because they're clouds, don't have a lot. Start out with like no points, but like they're tokens, so there isn't much consequence. And they get like used to make more powerful monsters. Often they like absorb points. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of conceptually neat. Uh, uh, also, Chaz is using the, Chaz has gotten out the VWXYZ, uh, Dragon Catapult Cannon. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very important right now, uh, at this point that he is not using any of the Ojama cards. He's gone back yep. to his sort of, like, union deck. So his deck right. is, like, sort of all over the place. There isn't really a cohesive theme to it at this right. point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and this is also the first exposure that Johan has really had to Manjame. He's heard about a lot about Manjame, but he hasn't seen Manjame duel. And he's watching this all happen, and he looks at Judai and he goes, didn't you say this guy, like, also has dual spirits? And Judai's like, yeah, he has the Ojamas. And, like, he just looks like the Casey Green question mark, question mark, question mark yeah. um, <laughs> a panel where he's like, so he has... Dual spirits, but he's not using them? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's uh, complicated. He's so confused. In the dub, it's framed more like, yeah, he's got dual spirits, but he kind of hates them. What's the deal with that? It gets more expounded on the second part of the episode, but mm-hmm. this, yeah, this one kind of ends like, Monjame does this big old badass combo with the aforementioned VWXYZ Dragon Catapult Cannon. Um, mm-hmm. He banishes, like, this summon cloud thing that Amon had, um, and Judai kind of exposits to Johan, who hasn't really interacted with Manjame yet, uh, how Manjame crawled back from the depths of hell, and Johan's like, oh, funny, so did Amon. Yeah, mm-hmm. what, uh, what level or hell, hell are you on? I don't know, like, one or two? You're like, little baby, watch this. Dante Alahir, he said this. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, the episode ends as Manjame is, like, getting pretty frustrated because, like, despite taking this big old hit, Amon is, like, perfectly calm and, like, has this, you know, perfect poker face on. And, like, despite having the upper hand, Manjame is the one getting, like, agitated and irritated. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, I had I had a note about this later on, actually. But, like, mm-hmm. it is extremely impressive how exceedingly competent all of the, like, four main new characters are. Yeah, like, I know. They- it's great. They are all exceedingly, com- like, even as wacky as they are, like, they are all extremely goal-oriented and extremely yeah. good at, like, what they do. Like, sure, O'Brien's a military brat, but he's, like, but unlike Kenzen, he's, like, I have a specific goal and, like, people I want to protect, and I'm going to, like, literally risk my life to do that, as we see in the in this episode a little bit later. Like, Johan is 
again, like Judai, kind of a goofball and kind of slacker, but also exceedingly good at what he does. Yeah. Amon, like, um, Amon is faced by nothing, and we understand why later on, because he had, like, the worst childhood of anyone mm-hmm. in Yu-Gi-Oh! ever. Good God. Um, but... Like, you know, he's, like, unfazed by everything and also, like, incredibly smart and good at what he does. And even Jim, who's, like, probably by far, like, the the most off-the-wall, like, the most off-the-wall new character is, like, I figured out what is going on early on. Yeah, yeah. Like, his major introduction is him going, hey, there's something fucky here and I'm I'm immediately going to go straight towards what's happening. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it is just, like, amazing to me how, like, extremely competent all four of these main characters are. And it's, like, really nice to see that this, Mm -hmm. like, balance of general Yu-Gi-Oh, like, shticky-ness. They all have their shticks, obviously, but, but they're not like that, one-off duelists that are just ex- exist to, you know. Exactly, be a, a and joke. having that, having them, having them sort of continue to have their sticks, but like not not having that prevent them from being actually well-rounded characters mm-hmm. as well, which we really haven't mm-hmm. seen in either series yet. I think this, I think GX actually, uh, you know, I'm a DM purist, but I actually think GX with these four characters does that better than DM ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good show. Yeah. Um, uh, shall I move to the third episode? Yeah, yeah. This is one twelve. Oh wow, forgot to say numbers. This is episode one twelve of GX Thunder versus Eye of the Typhoon. Uh, episode eight, Head in the Clouds, Part Two. Is the uh, fan sub name any different? No, it's it's Thunder versus the Eye of the Typhoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, just wanted to check. Uh, yeah, Gecko's uh, still like calm and collected uh, while Chaz is kind of freaking out. Yeah, I. It's important to note here that like. Part of, like, Chaz's anger throughout this duel is he kind of assumes that Adrian Gecko is just, is a spoiled brat like Mm -hmm. him. And, like, Chaz believes he, uh, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps by- More projection than a movie theater going on here. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled himself up by his bootstraps by hunting down those, uh, rare cards in the Arctic- where North Academy is. Yeah, we get a mm-hmm. lot of lines that are pretty rich coming from Manjame here. Mm-hmm. Um, given his entire background as well. But he basically is like, you don't know what suffering is. Like, you're you're the son of one of the top five richest families in the world. Like, you've never suffered like I've suffered. And Amon's just, like, watching him extremely passively. Yeah. And, and like, Do you he really want to know what all... my backstory is, little man? No, like, I'll <laughs> give it to you. Um, but before we, we get there... Um, he, he, like, he's like, you're just a spoiled brat, and specifically he uses the word bochan, which is very funny to me. Um, what does that mean? Because bochan basically means young master. Ooh. So it is, it is like the children of noble houses. Right. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm, so he's I'm like, familiar with it in like the Yakuza series. Yeah. That's kind of a... Where they talk about that being a trope of Yakuza films. Right, exactly. Uh, so it's it's not, it is not, right. So like when Daigo, exactly, speaking of like Yakuza, like when Daigo was a kid, you can hear them calling him Bochan. Um, in, in, uh, mm-hmm. because he's the, the, the child of, 
sort of, of a, a noble house. Right. Or an important yeah. house. So it is, it is like pretty diminutive. So it's like, it's basically him saying like, not only are you like rich and spoiled, but you're also just a kid. You're just a brat. Um, so it's like really a very literal version of him calling him a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like really whoa, fucking. dude. Be extremely hostile towards Amon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's like, that's pretty rich coming from you, buddy. Yeah. Let, let me know what your family life was growing up, <laughs> was like growing up, huh? Yeah, literally mm. every other character is like, that's really fucking rich coming from Chaz. That's kind of fucked up. Why would he? <laughs> He's obviously, you know, projecting here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up until this point in the duel, Amon like starts to really like attack back. He summons this thing called Cloud Cloudian Nimbus Man. Uh, oh, I... He's like a yeah. fucked up Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> he looks like a... <laughs> if the Pillsbury Doughboy went to the gym. He looks like a... Oh, he looks like he's been working out at both the gym and the library. Yeah. And the bakery. He looks like a weird and buff baby. Yeah, he's fucking nasty. And like, Amon is able to like... Is he into Ghostbusters? He does some... Cl- uh, yeah. Adrian does some cloud facts at this point where he talks about the the... Where cumulonimbus clouds form and how they usually start storms and shit out at sea. He's good. Uh, and yeah, like Amon like pretty much fucks up uh, Monjame's entire VWXYZ dragon tiger cannon, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, and then at, after all that happens, when Monjame starts to get in the back foot, he calls Amon a spoiled brat. Um, and he's like, if you're a white cloud, then I'm black thunder. Monjome Black Thunder. And he finally yeah. summons his Ojamas, which is a very nice moment. Mm-hmm. Well, he also finally got black in his name, which is great for him. Um, he's no longer white. Uh, but also also in the dub, he says that he's about to he's about to Chaz Adrian up. So there's, there's a couple things before that that I do want to point out, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one is that Amon basically starts talking very cryptically to Monjome. Uh-huh. And he's just like... Did you know someday you're going to die? I just found that interesting. Oh my god. <laughs> like, like I just find that interesting. Would you, would you like to know when that is? <laughs> that, so he, like, starts talking about death, and he's like, I'm not going to say when, but, like, you will die. All of us will. And it's like, whoa, where are you? Like, what are you going off on, dude? He's like, have you ever been- ha- I'm like, fucking Mori. It's like, have you been ever- have you ever been intimate with death? It's like, okay, whoa, hold up. Um, He also uh summons- uh, magic card i think that is like obviously a yakuza reference Mm -hmm. it's called like something manager i can't remember what it is but it's like a disreputable manager or something yeah or whatever (laughs) but it has like a guy who's obviously yakuza in the jacket jacket from drive Uh which i really enjoy (laughs) um but yeah no amon like is like extremely placid and like talking about death a lot in this duel which is important but yeah, then then uh, Manjame's like, all right, I'm going to turn this around and uh, immediately plays um, a card to get the Ojamas into his hands and then immediately uh, sacri- sends them to the graveyard again. And it's so funny to hear the Ojama death knell without, <laughs> even, being, <laughs> without even being summoned. They just like go with that. They're like, Aniki! As they're Aniki. like, escorted again. <laughs> without being summoned or without you seeing them on screen. It's really funny. Uh-huh. And then he says he's Black Thunder. Yeah. Okay. And 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 then Adrian says, "Okay, wait. Before you chaz me up, uh, it, th- this is one of the moments that really hit me. Like, okay, they really don't give a shit." Uh, I, he says, "I'm I'm gonna play two trap cards." And Chaz goes, "What? How?" 
Uh, and Adrian says, I just call their names dramatically and they pop up. Haven't you played this game before? Fuck off. I love it. I, I again, like, <laughs> I, I can't, I literally, my vision just blacked out. <laughs> it blacked out. Years, you heard what I said. Uh, uh, Suddenly I can't hear Mariah Carey voice. <laughs> well, sorry. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Audrey. It's kind of hard to do a, do a podcast if you can't hear anything. Um, uh, so uh, the, there's just more dueling. There's fog counters. Well, there's, I there's don't a, understand what's going on and I, I it's kind of boring. So yeah. as part of this like combo that Manjame is doing, um, he does, uh, Delta Force first, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta Thunder. Yeah, Delta Thunder. So he does, he does, uh, Ojama Delta Thunder and all the, he summons all three Ojamas. He uses Delta Thunder. They get, they do an attack. And then he's like, and now it's time for a Ojama Delta Hurricane. And it goes back over to them where they're like, Sailor Uranus cosplayer smoking and <laughs> taking mm-hmm. a beer. And they're like, oh, oops. And they're like, oops. And then like grab hands again to do Delta, which is a That's very so funny visual good. gag. Um, mm-hmm. and then like, <laughs> and, and he looks at Amon and he's like, get mad, get mad. Why aren't you getting mad? And Amon's like, would you like to hear about my tragic backstory? Wait, wait, wait. Before, before that happens, before that happens, Chaz does at some point call him an Al Roker wannabe. So yeah. Al Roker is canonical to the, the Yu-Gi-Oh universe. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> that's uh, fucked up. Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of questions about what else that means is canonical. I think Al Roker, Al Roker definitely a popular weather man. He definitely uses a cloud deck. Uh, He definitely has appeared and failed on a on a big uh, publicity tournament. Stay tuned for the next Cup of Greed, where I assume the weather man... Al Roker uh, will be joining us, the real man. <laughs> the real one. Can we get Al Roker on here? Uh-huh. Like, can we do that? We probably could. We tried hard enough. Yeah, what's he doing these days? Just, like, talking about think, the Macy's Day Parade? Who gives a I shit? I think I probably had the best connection. Yeah. I could probably do it. You're in New York. Yeah, you probably find find him. I'm in New York. I used to work in publishing. I know people in media. Yeah, make it happen, mm-hmm. Audrey. Yeah. If Al Roker goes on Pod Agreed, I don't know if like I could continue to do the podcast. Like, what would be the point anymore? <laughs> our our new one hundred dollar patron con really, level for listening to our Al Roker. Really, really strange guest Roker tier. Yeah, it's like um, Sarah got uh, Guy McGovern and Tim Pat on. Yeah, I'd never believe it. We got Al did, Roker on on Pod of Greed. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make it happen. Make it happen. Um, I'd be so, so powerful. Speaking of tragic occurrences, um, this is when Amon tells Manjame his backstory, and he's like, "Ah, oh, you think I'm just have my head in the clouds, but it's actually because when I was young, I was abandoned in the desert to die by my original family, and all I could do was stare at the clouds until the Garamzaibatsu found me and picked me up and brought me into their family. So it's he's like, okay. fuck you, fuck your tragic like, backstory. There's no way, there's no way that four kids would ever do that, but it is very clearly like... I was orphaned by war in the Middle East. Uh-huh. They did not say that. No. Like, there, it is not he subtle. Does, I, he does say he's a, he was an orphan abandoned in the desert. There's yeah. no mention of war, but yes. Mm. But, they do say pretty much what Max said. They don't, they don't say that explicitly, but it's, like, pretty clear that he's a war orphan from war in the Middle East. Hey, remember in season four how there was, like, a fucking Kaiba Corp, uh, how Kaiba Corp's, like, military arm back in the day orphaned a bunch of people from war crimes? They took Mikey. Did yeah, they took Mikey. <laughs> so it's actually, God. it is actually not Amon who's saying this. It is actually uh, 
Johan, who is explaining it. He was like, he was mm. like, it's like, oh, what did Manjame do to like drag himself out of hell? And they're like, oh, you know, he got cards. It, it was cold. And, and Johan's like, okay, cool. So this is what happened to a mom. Johan's like, bet. <laughs> right, exactly, bet. Uh, and like, it just cuts over to Manjame. It's like, bet you feel like an asshole now, huh? Manjame, want to make fun of any yeah. other orphans? If he could feel shame, he would feel terrible right now. Uh, yeah, and that's when he was one day adopted by, again, Gilbert Gecko. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we don't see Gilbert Gecko's face. It's covered up by uh, a parasol. Yeah, he's just a faceless rich guy. Fucking peanuts. It doesn't matter. I yeah, swear to matter. God, it's going to be Samajima. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> While he was moonlighting into Tobaya, he just took a, a, a quick trip over to Central Asia. Yeah, he found a kid. Mm-hmm. Found a kid. He fucking um, loves endangering children. That's true. <laughs> Hey, Dan, add that, to, add that to my prediction. Samajima is uh, Mr. Garam. Oh, God. Um, so after the tragic backstory there, Amon plays this uh, card called Eye of the Typhoon. Uh, by doing this guy. Like, as he does that, he, like, banishes literally every other card from his deck. So if he doesn't win this turn, he loses. He won't be able to draw next mm-hmm. turn. This guy is a cloud with a fucking eye emoji on it. <laughs> An eye emoji and a, a kind of a cat face, honestly. Yeah, weird little nya mouth. Yeah, I love uh-huh. him. You know, like nya. You know, like nya. He's adorable. Uh-huh. And then he turns into Krako from Kirby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can like switch attack and defense positions. So he just like switches the Ujamas and fucking kills him, and Manjume loses. Mm-hmm. And he falls. And also, he he falls into the lake. Yeah, Manjume's gonna die. He falls into the lake, and like everyone else is talking around him, and he like comes up because it's only like up to his shoulders. <laughs> and everyone's like talking and it's like is that Manjame drowning in the background this isn't about him yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah but yeah because like they get milked and like Manjame sinks because he can't keep himself up anymore um that doesn't really get resolved here because we pass i mean the they blue door. presumably get him out they Presum- yeah probably um we cut back like over jesse the- goes to save him mm-hmm. we cut back over to the blue dorm and everyone's like fully passed out um mm-hmm. Cobra like basically has to overlook Amon spying for now because he gets another alert because Austin is like at his laboratory. Uh and he This is when his- again, this is when he says, Can't I plot evil in peace? When the alarm goes off. <laughs> uh he just like lets them I'm in leaving. the door for him. I'm standing up and leaving. <laughs> um as they meet um in, in like the main hallway there, Austin's like, Hey, who are you really actually? Because you're not like a normal professor. <laughs> We need to stop. I don't know if you guys talked about this in the first three episodes, and sorry if you did, but we need to talk about the fact that his silhouette looks like the Chad meme. Yeah, yeah he's like, he's like, like fucking. We talked about su- how he looks he's like super chemo. Super chemo, yeah, but we but didn't. He does his, look like the Chad meme. Like, O'Brien goes into the hallway, and he's there in shadow and silhouette, and you just see his outline, and it's like. Oh, I don't like it. I don't then he like walks, it. He, he walks forward and he's wearing a pink shirt. This is ouch on him. <laughs> yeah, if I can find an image of Cobra in profile, I'm going to Photoshop that. Please what, do. Like, fuck, it's so bad. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> and then he, he, looks at, he looks at O'Brien and he goes, Kronk, pull the lever. And yeah. O'Brien's like, what? <laughs> and then he pulls the lever. And he fucking falls. He falls into an oubliette. And he's like, oh, oh just yeah. like your loyal hunting dog of a father. Fucked up. Oh, God. Oh, um, no. And it's the next morning now. All the students are still passed out and we're just in the dorm overnight because they're only just now being carried out. Um, mm-hmm. Napoleon sees Martin and like, he, 
yeah, whatever. He and uh, Kronos <laughs> run to Samejima, and they're, like, begging him to end the de- disduels. But when they get to his office, there's only a note saying he's on business. But when mm-hmm. the world needed him the most, he vanished. Which is funny, <sighs> considering these fuckers ran the school last season. They clearly have no problem yeah. usurping power. It's also, like, very they funny that are... Samejima just fucks off whenever things go wrong. I mean, Bonaparte yeah. is very much worried about uh, his presumably son, Marcel. Yeah. Uh, Yes, his and Kronos, his love child. And that's where we end. Yeah, and they're they're scared of Professor Viper. They can't do anything against him. He's too big and buff. Yeah. He's, he's the Chad. They're the they're the Chad. virgins. They're the virgins, yeah. The the virgin doctor. <laughs> they made immaculate immaculate conception. <laughs> oh, oh Christ. I need to, we need to commission someone to draw uh Bonaparte and Kronos as the soy jacks pointing at uh Vegan fried chicken. We've already got. We've already got Crowler. Mamma mia, Professor Cobra! You lose. You must leave the school. For we have drawn you as the soy Jackson. We as we the chaps. Stop. Please, the please, can we go to questions? Please, 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 please. please. Yes, please, I would love to. Uh, wait, wait. Before we, we have, get yeah, to questions. Yeah, before that. So, okay, we. I've got a very, very special segment prepared for this episode. Oh right. Now. Let me begin. Hello, listeners. Oh, Oh, really? (laughs) It's me, Dan. I'm taking my headphones. I'm taking my headphones. (laughs) Yeah, this is genuinely bad. Am I too close to the microphone? I just can't deal with ASMR personally. You're doing great, Dan. Please continue. You're doing great, sweetie. I've got another serial review. The first time in years. This time, we are reviewing... The official Yu-Gi-Oh! 25th Anniversary Serial, Millennium. That's Millenni-I-M-I-L-E-N-N-I-Y-U-M. This time, it's Goldenberry Blast flavor. And on the cover of the box is... It is a picture of the Pharaoh Atem... And around him are the seven millennium items. Below him is a big bowl of cereal. It's 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 kept it's it's fucking crunchberry. There are two beautiful is. girls in front of me, but only <laughs> one could be America's next top model. <laughs> <laughs> On the back of the box is a millennium puzzle shaped search. It's a it's a triangle with lines placed through it so that you can read multiple triangles in it. Can you guess how many there are in it? 99, one for every soul that was killed in Cool Elf. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm opening up the box. I've, I've pre-opened it to make it easier to open. I need to open up the bag now. It's laid out a little weird. Uh, give me a second here. I hope you have milk. I hope you're not eating dry cereal, Dan. Of course not. I've got... Full and basket, whole milk. That's the kind you get at Price Right, the store brand. It's very good and cheap, and doesn't expire for another few days. I always hate it when you buy buy milk and it expires, you know, like five days. I after know. You get it. It's like I've yeah, opened I'm not up. Drink the milk that fast. I've opened up the bag, and now I'm pouring in the cereal. I hope this shows up on your Audacity recording. 
Well, that's because of the power of Discord. I have the cereal ready, and now I'm pouring in the milk. For the sake of the listener, those listening live, I am turning off Discord noise suppression. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. (laughs) Yep. Heard that one. (laughs) So, the cereal strongly resembles Captain Crunch, Crunch Berries. Oops, all berries. It's not all berries, though. They've got the Captain Crunch in there. Now, on purpose, Crunch and berries. And now, I take a bite. Yeah. I really want to jump out my window right now. <laughs> I love mukbang. Mmm. Yeah, well, what, what's Peng's eye doing these days? Is he eating the Millennium? It tastes just like crunch berries. Great. No shit. Delicious. Who could have guessed all cereal basically tastes the same? Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan, not for nothing, but can you put noise suppression back on? <laughs> Very well. Those listening. In the post-recording, I don't know how you'll fare. Yeah, it's it's up to whoever edits how much how much uh, you want to edit that, or how little. Maybe you want to edit it so it's even worse. <laughs> maybe we know. want. Maybe we want to have listeners. Maybe we don't. It's really yeah, up I mean, to whoever edits this. Dan's now, editing this one, so it's his discretion. Ooh, <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> now, <laughs> can we get I'm the banning questions? Dan from. No, Dan is not allowed to edit this one. I'm so, somebody else has can to do it. Can we go to it. questions? It's you or Sarah? Can we go to questions? Hang on. Before that, I just want to note. God damn it! This this product is for sale at Fye, both online and at your local stores, for fifteen dollars. The low That's low so, price of that $15. is a fucking <laughs> unreal price point. 50, you can buy three packs of you. Oh, Sarah has just said that this is she is going to edit it. All I right. think she might throw it out the window once uh, <laughs> she gets to this part, but you know she'll edit up to that at uh, least. And other than that, um, that's the whole thing. Uh, here's the answer to the puzzle. There are thirty triangles. Can you find them all? I can. I can't see the box, Dan. I'm an INFJ, so I've already found them all inside my head. Anyway, damn. all you have to do is uh, collect right. those triangles and spend the next eight years putting them together into a pyramid, and you'll be all set. Please, can- I'm begging you, can we move on to questions? You know what else yes. you can get for $15? You can subscribe to our Patreon three times <laughs> for $5 a month and listen to listen to us eat cereal live three times oh, over. Christ. From three different Discord accounts. Okay. So we're going to move on to questions now. Yeah, if you want to send us a question, you can reach us on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. We put out a questions post every every goddamn week. And uh, we also have a Discord channel where you can send us stuff. We don't have any Twitter questions. Nope. So I'm just going to read the ones from the, the, the Discord. First up, from PhD Mom. What's your favorite kind of cloud? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a cumulonimbus type boy. I like those big, big yeah, I'm, boys. I'm a cumulonimbus. I like the... I like the big puffy ones. The funny, the funny answer is cumulus, but uh, my Audrey act- said cum. But my actual answer is stratus because I think they're very atmospheric. I like anything that like is approaching. Audrey, fog. every cloud's atmospheric. No, but like it's approaching fog mm-hmm. at that point, and you. like I really do like stratus clouds are nice, and I don't know they're like widespread and they really create. If you're gonna be a cloudy day, you might as well like go whole hog for it, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I do like an overcast. It's very calming. You're still eating that cereal, aren't you? Yes. Fuck yeah. Don't let good cereal go to waste. Well, good. No, no, you didn't know this cereal milk, go the, to the waste. Milk's been, the milk's been poured on and has to be eaten now. Yeah, it has yeah. to be eaten. You can't let that shit sit out. It's going to okay. get really... I like a moderately soggy cereal. You can't You can't overdo it's a very, it. It's a anyway. very small time window when it is an acceptable level of wet. Yeah, the 24-hour <laughs> clock is ticking down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, Dan, what kind of cloud do you like? Like I said, I like an overcast. Um, just just all, all cloud all the time. So also a, also a stratus person, huh? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. I do like a nice overcast day. That's not bad. But I like I like the big fluffy sheepy clouds. Anyways, mm-hmm. next up from uh, Elvir Beyblade, uh, uh, who was a dinosaur obsessed kid? Well, obviously Sarah. Sarah's not here, but Sarah has said this multiple times. Mm-hmm. I was not actually. Um, I was. Yeah, no. my peak furry years were honestly in early adulthood. Uh, I, I like I still Dan's on Dan's on the gym side of the spectrum. He's a he's a crocodile, an alligator. He's not he's not mm-hmm. a dinosaur. I was never obsessed. I appreciated dinosaurs, but like I was more into Pokemon creatures than dinosaurs themselves. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I, I gotta, Pokemon. I gotta say, I wasn't uh, big in on on dinosaurs. I, um, I, you know, it's like everybody likes a Tyrannosaurus Rex when they're a kid. All those other ones, but uh, I didn't, I didn't, and still don't really know a lot of uh, dinosaur types. I was still too busy reading like Greek mythology. That's the, like, obsession I had as a kid, mm. was, like, the Greek and Egyptian mythology. Mm-hmm. Egyptian mythology, mm. huh? Never heard of that before. Oh, mm-hmm. right. I was a bionicle kid. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck yeah. All- <laughs> Fuck all of this. <laughs> Bionicles. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Next up from Nero, Chasberry Pie. My boys, the Cloudians, who among the cast is best at cool vape tricks? It's Majime. No, uh, what's his face? Lebowski. Blowski, mm. yeah. Blowski, yeah. Yeah, you get that Gandalf vape. Mm. You yeah, blow he's, fucking, he's blowing like, smoke rings with Bilbo. Boat, yeah, dude. Um, from Cass, uh, non-binary with left dragon kin. If you were to milk the masses of some sort of emotion to regain your strength, what emotion would you milk? I mean, I feel like internet mad would probably be is- easiest. Mm. Well, so, Cobra's milking... When Cobra milks, his bloodline's filling up with yellow, so he's clearly using fear. Uh, if you get green milk, it's willpower. If you get mm. orange milk, it's, it's avarice. Mm. Okay. Is this uh, fucking Green Lantern? Sure is. is. Okay. I won't go on. He might just be taking their plasma. Plasma has a, like, dull yellow color. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I would know. I have a fucking permanent track mark in my arm from when I donated plasma back in the day. I mean, I oh. would also say lust. Honestly, I need to donate plasma again soon. Uh, it's been about Sad. a month, I think. But anyways, uh, yeah. Honestly, s- I would. I agree with Audrey. I would milk lust away, so I don't have to fucking see people be weird online. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good. Mm. One, I would I do. I would do both internet mad and internet horny. I think those would be very powerful mm-hmm. sources. And you, you would make a world a measurably better place by getting. Yeah. You, could, you could power a dynamo for like ten million years off of that, <laughs> just for like a week. Um, also from, also from Cass, what do you think will be the geopolitical results of this duel between an American soldier and an Australian archaeologist? Will this stimmy scientific cooperation between the two nations or result in a renewed closest NAR? No, um, no. I, if they were, like, adults who had, like, any sort of, like, sensibility about them, this would be good. But they're just, like, dumb kids and they're just going to end up, like, fucking buttonheads forever. Well, the clear answer Jim's is... Chill. I think Jim's chill enough and I, I don't have... I, we don't really know what Hasselberry thinks at this point, but well, I, I think they could become close. 
As any red-blooded American knows, America is the greatest country in the world. So no matter what happens, America wins in the end. I'm saluting. <laughs> God bless oh. the USA! <laughs> we'll stick a, uh, f- a foot in your ass. It's the American way. Uh, what's next? Uh, Cloudy and Pog Cloud. That is all. Uh, next up from Manjame Blunder, Gorblesome. Uh, if someone started selling bottled dual milk, would you give it a try? No. No, I would not. Yes. I would just rather buy a lava lamp and drink that instead. I want to. I want to know what it tastes like. Maybe I'll put it in some cereal, some Millenniyum <laughs> cereal. Great. Mm. Next up from Machina, uh, Tatsu Miyajima. Uh, now that you've seen the four new kids' decks and their themes, do you think there's a better card archetype that would have fit any of them? Hmm. I do think Clouds for Amon is a little weird. It's an odd theme. It doesn't f- like. <sighs> Not to be, I mean, like, if you look at the other duelists, you can tell, like, by, like, how they dress and how they act, what their deck would mm-hmm. be like. And, yeah, with Amon, I would have expected, like, like a maybe, like, a monk-based deck, something more, like, spiritual yeah. or ethereal. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, yeah. yeah, he could be, like, yeah, he spent all that time out in the desert just, like, by himself, you know, reaching enlightenment or whatever. And he's, he's uh, very, like, philosophical, right? Yeah. Like, he literally quotes Descartes. <laughs> um like a multiple times so like something something more like that like metaphysical i think would be interesting yeah like a fucking metacham also clouds is is interesting like in that you know that that's his his explanation of like that's what kept me company like just imagining the clouds as my friends or whatever but i don't know it's not enough Uh i think yeah um i will also say that i've mentioned this before but um Max, you've really missed out with Johan, who uses a bug deck in the Japanese. God in the manga, damn it. In the manga, it. rather. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Mm-hmm. You gotta read that thing now. Uh, another question from... Oh, not another. Just a question from Kirby the Cleric. Uh, which members of the GX cast are most likely to contemplate they orbs? Hmm. I think Misawa. I don't think so. I think that's too mystical for him. Catboy mm-hmm. Sensei. True. Yo, Cap, yeah, that's a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Daido Kaji. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or actually Adrian Gecko might. Yeah, know, he would definitely say. contemplate an orb. Uh, hmm, who is the most wizard of the cast? Well, I guess that is... Commander Shepard. Hmm, Commander Shepard could probably contemplate yeah. an orb. I was gonna say uh, Samajima as well. Uh, I can see Kronos contemplating an orb. <laughs> he, he contemplates only, a meatball. That's what he's contemplating. Yeah, only if it <laughs> only if it was Gorgonzola. <laughs> Mamma mia! Yeah, he's he's contemplating his baby bell cheese. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I gave that as an example, but anyways, uh, <laughs> that was good. The famous Italian cheese of baby bell. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. Baby bella. Uh oh, contemplating his meatball. Duh. Yeah. I think I said that. that. Yep. Oh, yep. duh. His orange <laughs> What kind of milk is your preferred milk? Oat. Uh, oh. Whole. I like, an, I like, I like uh, an actual dairy milk. I do a 2%, though. I, I do fat-free. Uh, well, although, being a Rhode Islander, I do enjoy me a good coffee milk. Okay. So, this actually depends on what you're using it for, because I have different answers for basically everything yeah. for milk. Um, I don't drink milk um, at all, generally speaking. Uh, if I'm using it in cooking to make, like, a cream sauce or whatever, then whole milk. Yeah. Like, that's the only way to go, is whole milk. Um, but the only other time that I actually, like, use 
milk outside of cooking. The reason I say oat milk is for like hot cocoa. Because drinking a full glass of like actual lactose milk is like a lot for me. I don't know about y'all, but it's a lot for me. But oat milk is actually my preferred base for hot chocolate because it's nice and creamy. And the oat flavor actually contributes to the chocolate taste. Ooh. Um, it's, it's a little bit sweet to begin with, and it, like, contributes <sighs> to the chocolate taste, and it doesn't make me feel like I want to die after drinking an entire glass of hot milk. Speaking of which, I just finished my bowl of cereal milk. Cereal milk's pretty good sometimes. Uh, Sell that momofuku. It gets me, so my... Oh god, I've, my tummy goes into fucking crisis mode if I like drink cereal milk. I can eat cereal, and the incidental milk I eat with the spoonfuls is fine. But like, if I actually have to slurp the remains, that's when like something unspeakable happens to my body, and I can't handle it. I I, I can't let it go to waste. That's perfectly good milk. I'm not gonna dump it's, it down the drain. Yeah, it's it, it's perfectly drinkable milk. It is disgusting. Like that shit. Like they they sell the fucking premix, like the cinnamon toast crunch milk. That's disgusting. Yeah, that that's fucked up. No, you it's can't. You gotta make that shit up. yourself. Uh, Next question from uh, Danny Ojama Yellow NFT. This one's very troubling. Do we want to read this one? Let me see what it is. We gotta is. do it. We gotta. We yeah. gotta do it for okay. the fans. Which which dual monster is the most milkable? Hard mode, no Ojamas or Harpy ladies. Jinzo. Mm. Ghost beef. Oh, let me think. But it doesn't have udders. Not that you. It's a ghost. You took the you took the coward ways out, and it's not <laughs> even. Oh, doesn't mean it doesn't have them. They're sensitive. Um 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 um. Thousand eyes restrict. Yeah. Relinquished is very milkable. Relinquished and is you. He, he has a fucking. You can milk that. I will not, well, no, I'm not going to speak more on the matter. I'm going to say something weird. Um, it, it's called expressing, Max. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> well, blue eyes dragon I had, milk. I had some thoughts, but um, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to say Minotaurus. Hell yeah! Let's fucking go. Battle Ox. Yeah, ba- battle ox exactly, Minotaurus. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm standing by that. Stand by it. Stand by it. Stand proud, right. Audrey. Uh, soggy right. the dark cloud. Ooh, it'll be, it'll be soggy, all right. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, PhD mom. Asked, Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> asks why isn't there a cow themed deck or a deck with other animals that are milkable like goats? Because the writers of Yu-Gi-Oh have a base level of respect that we don't. It would it would be it would just be those fucking all those card game uh videos that uh, ProZD does where it's all just like yeah. dairy farmers. Yeah, cheese, exactly. Tokens. I honestly I do want a very I could imagine a very cute uh cow or farm animal themed deck. It would be a fucking Heidi deck. You'd have like a character who's like goddamn Heidi and it's just like welcome to the Swiss mountains or whatever. Uh, if I may go back to the previous question, Danny typed the most unspeakable thing I've ever seen in chat, and I think uh, their sins have to be aired, uh, because Danny did type Kaiba Man for the most milkable monster. Great. Um, We've been pot of greed. You can find us. One <laughs> <laughs> of these. Next question. Are, we got oh, some do more. we have another? Uh, one last. Next question one from last Christian. Question. With the group getting these new and totally not evil bracelets, what pyramid scheme would, would each character fall for or start? I mean, fucking Monjame coin. We've talked about NFTs yeah, before. Monjame coin. <laughs> crypto, yeah. Oh, just, Bastion no. Is, Bra- Bastion doesn't start his own, of course. He gets, he gets, he buys in heavy on one of them. Dojama though. coin. Uh. When I think of, like, pyramid schemes, I find myself thinking of, like, the ones where you sell really bad, like, knives, food. 
or food. I think or, Crow- I think Crowler's doing one of the the, the makeup ones, like an MLM ma- makeup company. Yeah, oh, he's in uh, Mary no, Kay. Kronos, Kronos, yeah, yeah, Kronos has to sell essential oils. Mm. Mm. I just remembered something about Lady K and the first time I ever heard of it, which was from Fried Green Tomatoes. Um, that has an ending that weirdly advocates for pyramid schemes. I had never thought about this until now. But anyways... It's, it's, it's Willowa, Willowa, Mlam Solidarity. Women loving women, multi-level marketing (laughs) solidarity. Yeah. Uh, MLM stands for Marxist Leninist Marxist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, MOM stands for Mario Loves Milk. We're not. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's our last question. Yeah, Great. we are not. Da- Danny, I'm sorry. I'm not reading that last question. <laughs> Please free me. We have been Pot of Greed. Uh, if you want to listen to us more, or get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. You can uh, go to our Discord. There's a link in every episode in the Twitter as well. Uh, you can also support us on Patreon. For, uh, that is patreon.com slash pot of greed. Uh, if you support us at the $1 level, you get access to all of our bonus content that we're trying to put out more regularly. We've got a new episode on Despicable Me 3 that I still need to edit, but it's probably going to be out before this is out. So it, it's edited. It's in the pipeline. Right you can listen to it. That's $1 for not getting my audio in quick enough sorry listeners for five dollars a month you are now uh is that partner or board member that's That's partner that's partner you're a partner and you get the 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 bonus content and you also get the ability to listen in on our shows when they are being recorded and you also get a shout out at the end of the episode like the following people colton crow emory joelle thomas morgue haunting the morgue riley hopkins and draven Thank you for your money, for your $5. Thank you. Grazie. Grazie. Uh, and if you give us the whopping amount of $10 a month, you get that. You get the shout out in the middle of the episode. You get the bonus content and you get a bonus box of goodies that we'll send you once a year. It's coming up. We've already passed the deadline for this year's box of goodies, so it's too late for that. But yeah. Sign up you now. Will, you'll get something in a year. You will never get a cool plush. You will never get a plush of a cat complete with hole and balls. Sorry. Unless you are one of, one of those other tender people. So, unless. So, you, you you get handmade goodies that we send to you along with other things. Some yeah. of them aren't handmade, but the the big thing is handmade. And we're, we we give those to you on a yearly basis. They're really good. They're really quality. You're going to love them. Uh, and that's it. As for me, personally, I've been Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to me on another podcast that I do called Kamarocho Radio or KMRO FM. It is about the Yakuza series of video games, my favorite ones that exist in the world, and you can play them. Mm-hmm. Max? Hi, I'm Max. You can go to twitter.com slash maxibajillion for my Twitter, like I said. Um, I have so many fucking podcasts. One is called Wow Cool Robots, a show about Gundam. Argyle and Audrey were on last season to talk about G Gundam, and we're getting close to the end of Wing. Uh, that's at Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Damn, already? Our, se- our season was objectively the best season, by the way. No other season of Wow Cool Robot was about G Gundam. It's, we're g- getting better and better. Um, go to slappersonlypod.com or slappersonlypod on Twitter. To listen to Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast I do with Jordan, the host of KMRO FM. Uh, we're talking about Bloodborne next. It's going to be fucking spooky scary. And lastly, my new c- current podcast is called Nevermind the Trollocs. It is about Amazon's Wheel of Time TV series that is at NVM the Trollocs. Dot, or no, I'm sorry. That's on Twitter at NVM the Trollocs, or I think 
nvmthetrollocs.com links to their Twitter as well. Um, I do that with Sarah, host of this show, as well as Tom and Nina, who are hosts of Mobile Suit Breakdown, a smart Gundam podcast. Uh, it's great. It'll, you know, we, it's a limited series. We'll stop doing it when the show stops and then pick back up when the next season comes out. Give it a listen. It's really fun. Uh, Dan. Yeah, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, at Bigger Challenge. You can find the other podcasts I do, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, we're recording immediately after this one to talk about... Uh, we'll have a brief discussion of shipping for our episode 69, and then we'll be reading two fanfics our, our uh, listeners sent us. Similar to this show's episode 69, actually. Uh, you can listen to... Oh, uh, video games, the movie, the podcast, uh, a video game movie, a monthly video game movie podcast I do with my friend Maxi. Uh, our November episode has been recorded, but not uploaded. It's about Alone in the Dark, the, the Uwe Boll film. Uh, in December, uh, we've got to make sure we get the guests together for this, but our planned film for December is Ace Attorney. Uh, ooh. Almost, almost Christmas means it wasn't Christmas. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, uh, there's also, also quick note, uh, finished podcast, chill bleed, inactive podcast, uh, strangers fiction. Those are about ill bleed and the others in actual play. Uh, and last but not least, you can, uh, visit at Xbox underscore holiday, uh, to, Celebrate holidays with Xbox. Uh, let me real quick check that one. Happy Krampus knocked Xbox. Uh, and happy Feast of the Immaculate Conception, Xbox. Alright, uh. Uh, what's up, everyone? I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime. Uh, if you're interested in hearing what I said on Wild Cool Robot, you can listen to those episodes, and if you think that I have good commentary about large robots, you can also listen to the other podcast I do with friend of the show, Nero, uh, called Prime Cuts. Listen which is- to Prime Cuts, it's very good. <laughs> uh, Prime Cuts, which is uh, a non-chronological but holistic history of uh, Transformers on television. And right now, we started off with Transformers Armada, which was both of our introductions to the franchise, and um, it's not a great show. But it is a fun show to watch. And uh, after that, I get to choose what we're doing next. So, Oh, boy. Yeah, I can't wait. We'll probably be the first season of Prime. Um, because, oh, fuck yeah. Because I love Steve Bloom's stupid, sexy star scream. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> the fun thing about Armada is that it has funny little guys. It does. It, it is, does. It is, it is the Pokemon Uh <laughs> it is the Pokemon series of Transformers. If you, if you ever played Pokemon or watched Pokemon and were like, man, I wish this there was this, but with robots, then watch Transformers Armada. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. Um, did we we already did shout outs, right? We did shout outs. Yeah. Um, r- real quick. Do, yeah, another reminder. Uh, December 31st is the deadline for our fan fiction episode. That uh, sort of announcement is already in the feed. Go listen to that if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a fan fiction contest for our episode 169. Uh, write anything up to uh, season two of GX. We'll read it on the show. Uh, have fun. Don't write anything weird because we won't read it if it's like objectionable. You're competing against mm-hmm. me, so don't fuck it up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so do that. 
And we have, as always, been on the Noise Space... Well, we haven't always been on Noise Space, actually. <laughs> we are part of the NoiseSpace.xyz network. Uh, you can find many other great podcasts there, like all of the ones that we've mentioned, basically. Except for, I think, a couple of the ones that Dan was on. Um, is Nevermind the Trollocs on Noise Space? I- no, we're just doing our own thing. Yeah, I didn't think so. Just independent. That's an indie podcast. Uh-huh. Okay. So a lot of the podcasts that you've heard about just now, they're all in noise space. You can listen to them. Some of them like uh, Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era. Uh, just had a new episode on Tiki Toby. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses, Twink's Awakening, etc., etc., etc. Give it a look. They've got mm. good shows, folks. Um, and as always, I'm going to put myself face down and turn into mist. I set myself face down and enter that fucking nasty lava lamp. I, I set myself face down and uh, fall into a lake. I set myself face down and can't get out because I can't communicate to anyone else that I'm set face down because all I can go is Peach. Peach. I come from-